The ever-present state is the natural state. The state in which the awareness is firm, even when objects are sensed. When, through conscious effort, to keep the mind free of thought, we are able to stay in that state, that is the natural state. The mind resting in the self is its natural condition. But instead of that, our minds are resting in outward objects. Without spiritual practice, there cannot be attainment. This is certain. When experience of the natural state during practice is unswervingly attained. It is called true knowledge. Transcendental awareness is our natural state if we give up the conditioned mind. In the firm natural state, through the silence of the mind, free of all tendencies. Noah knows itself as such, without any doubts.
the wrong identification with the body rises because one has lost their moorings and swerved from their original state. They are now advised to give up all these false ideas, to trace the body-mind, or I-thought, back to the source. Forgetfulness of your real nature is the real death. Remembrance of it is the true birth. It puts an end to successive births. Eternal life is then yours. How does the desire for eternal life arise? Because the present state is unbearable. Why? Because it is not your true nature. Had it been your real nature, there would be no desire to agitate you. How does the present state differ from your real nature? Truly, you are spirit. Human beings consider themselves limited, and that is the root of the trouble. The idea is wrong.
In sleep, there was no world, no ego, and no trouble. Something wakes up from that happy state and says, I. To that ego, the world appears. It is the rise of the ego that is the cause of the trouble. But trace the ego to its origin and you will reach that undifferentiated, happy source. A state which is sleepless sleep. The reality is ever there. Wisdom only appears to dawn, though it is natural. Peace is your nature. Forgetfulness never overtakes the reality. The self is now being confused for the not-self. And that makes you speak of forgetfulness of self and absence of peace. You do not acquire happiness. Your nature is happiness. Bliss is not newly acquired. All that is done is to remove unhappiness. These methods do so. Our real nature is liberation, but we imagine we are bound. We thus make strenuous efforts to become free, 
while all the while we are free. Gaze at your own real nature. It is immaterial whether your eyes are open or closed. Everywhere, there is only the one. So it is all the same whether you keep your eyes open or closed. If you wish to meditate, do so on the I that is within you. It is self. Because it has no eyes, there is no need either to open or close the eyes. When you attain self-knowledge, there will no longer be any ideas about the world. When you are sitting in a room, whether the windows are open or closed, you are the same person in the same state. In the same way, if you abide in the state of reality, it is all the same whether the eyes are open or closed, and it matters little whether external activities go on or not. The inner self, prime evil spirit, eternal, ever effulgent, full and infinite bliss. Single, indivisible whole and living, shines in everyone as the witnessing awareness.
The self is the real book. You can glance anywhere in that book. Nobody can take it away from you. Whenever you are free, turn towards the self. Thereafter, you may read whatever you like. Know that consciousness, which always shines in the heart as the formless self, I, it is known by one's being still, without thinking about anything as existent or non-existent. Satsanga, keeping conscious company, will make the mind sink into the heart. But if concentration is made with the brain, Sensations of heat and headache ensue. Concentration has to be made with the heart, which is cool and refreshing. If you practice self-inquiry, you will reach the heart, which is the self, reality. Go to the source, direct, and do not depend on borrowed resources. The source is the heart, the self.
the mind turned inward is the self. Turned outward, it becomes the ego and all the world. The mind does not exist apart from the reality. It has no independent existence. The reality exists without the mind, never the mind without the reality. Destroy the power of the mind by seeking it. When the mind is examined, its activities cease. As thoughts arise, they should be destroyed then and there, in the very place of their origin, through inquiry. Are you distinct from your thoughts? Do you exist without them? You do. But can thoughts exist without you? The mind functions on account of a single root thought, the I thought. It has no existence as a separate entity. The wavering of the mind is a weakness arising from the dissipation of its energy in the shape of many thoughts. When one makes the mind stick to one thought, the energy is conserved and the mind becomes strong and capable of remaining poised in one's practice. The purified mind alone is capable of grasping a method and sticking to its practice.
self-inquiry alone can reveal the truth that neither the ego nor the mind really exists and enable one to realize the pure, undifferentiated being of the self. Having realized the self, nothing remains to be known. Inquire until there is no one left to inquire. Meditation on the reality is our natural state. It is only because we find it hard that we imagine it to be an arbitrary and extraordinary state. We are all unnatural. The mind resting in the self is its natural condition. But instead of that, Our minds are resting on outward objects. Meditation helps to remove the illusion that the self must be seen. How do you see the I now? Do you hold a mirror in front of yourself to know your own being? The awareness is the I. Realize that. It is the truth.